Chad Prather rose to internet fandom as the man who's unapologetically Southern. Heath Oaks is a published author who failed his way to success. Together, they tackle today's headlines in a way only a Southern Spitfire and a millennial mogul can. Take off your sport coat, grab a beer, and enjoy the conversation. This is Second Shot with Chad Prather and Heath Oaks. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Second Shot. Uh, this is Chad Prather, and we're kind of in a weird environment. I'm sitting this here looking at odd. I'm looking yeah. at Heath. Heath's sitting here next to me, of course, producers Kristen and Zach, and uh, you are so pregnant. I am. <laughs> once you again, are so Once pregnant. again, you did not take my advice from last week's episode, but you just don't say anything to a pregnant woman in general. You yeah. really don't. So probably by the time that this podcast, this episode gets posted, you'll probably have a baby. Yeah, because you're like two weeks from two this weeks, date. Yeah. yeah, so there's a good chance. But we we're sitting up here on the 19th floor in Dallas, Texas. Uh, what building are we in? We're I'm the lost. Chase Building D Magazine. Yeah, is down the, here. the yeah. D Magazine building, the Chase Building. Why are what we, we here? So <laughs> Dallas Startup Week is happening this week, and we thought it'd be a cool uh, event for you guys to be out at because obviously, Chad, you're an influencer. True. Heath, you it's are true. you know a businessman, an entrepreneur, and and that's what this week is all about it's about connecting with influencers entrepreneurs startup companies and you know networking having the conversation and so what better way than to bring you to is he speaking at this deal this week he is no. so so he's um kind of? actually going to be co-hosting okay. an event with us on wednesday night um the state of entrepreneurship event and they're doing a really cool thing where it's called fail learn grow and they're going to have fellow business owners tell their stories about how they failed their way to success, and so. But, what? I, but I'm pretty sure that <laughs> the reason I wasn't asked is they want proper speaking people, probably. And <laughs> well, I don't know if they allow the redneckisms to come in. Let me tell you something, Heath. I'm gonna tell all of you guys something that I haven't told you yet. I was I saw I ran into somebody the other day, and they said that they were at an event that you spoke at recently. And oh they really? Said, this is the way they described it. They said <laughs> that man had that audience by the nose. He could take them anywhere he wanted them. Oh, wow. He owned the room. Really? He was probably drunk. <laughs> 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 but Heath does a good job. Now, he, he makes up some words along the way. I make up a lot of but, words. But what's funny, it's like uh, the, people still know what you're saying. <laughs> no, it's funny. My wife says it all the time. She goes, you got to rephrase that, what you just said. I have no idea what that is. Like, that's a whole new word. I like that. I got us oh an interesting gosh. one here, too, I think. And we kind of got into this a little bit off air and figured we better, we better get on to start doing yes. this because yeah. it got interesting. This is a conversation we need to have. Yeah. And it said, um, the, the headline says, who is liable if a self-driving car crashes? Tesla mishap raises issues. See, I don't know the answer to that. I was having this conversation with somebody. Who is liable on a self-driving car? Because let's face it, those are coming. Well, let's think yes. about you, you think about this and go, uh, there's a ton of self-driving coming out. Right now, there's cars on the road right now that you can push the button and they drive it. But if we, we're kind of freaking out about it, but... In, I'm a pilot, so in a plane, it's been there's been autopilots and planes basically doing a lot of it right. for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then you go all the way back to when the elevator came into play. When the elevator first came into play, it had somebody r- operating the elevator. Right. And um, whenever it changed over to you had to push the button, people freaked out and wouldn't get on elevators. Yeah. You know, I read a story up about that, and I thought it was so interesting. Mm-hmm. So with this change coming, you know, in the insurance world, there's a lot of topic because what could happen with insurance rates? How's it going to work? But the self-driving aspect of it all is interesting. Self-driving appeals to me because I am one lazy man. (laughs) I really am. (laughs) Who isn't, right? And as much time as I spend on the road, I would have no problem with that whatsoever. But let's face it. 
uh, you brought up the airlines. It's almost like you're going to have to have a black box in the car to be able to prove what was the error because the th- that's what happens yeah. in a plane. If a plane crashes, uh, is it the airline's fault or is it the pilot's fault? Well, that's why they have a recorder. It's always pilots. It, it, the it, the it, pilot yeah. has to take full responsibility. Got to take the responsibility now, unless they go back and they see that something you know yeah. happened with was with mechanically the plane. wrong or something yeah. like that. Then you might could blame you know some some issue that was going on, but. And it definitely brings up, but how does that apply? But, here, but here's what's interesting about it to me is that um, whenever they were started doing the whole testing, what they found was is, is that to not have a button to where the driver could take over is what caused the issue. So when, when Google started with all of them, whenever they had the button where they could cancel it and they could drive, sure. that more accidents happened. Yeah. Huh. But I don't know about you, but that's kind of freaky to me that I can't stop the car. Right. At any point myself, <laughs> but I go back to, um, you know, in our lives and, and how we operate in business and all that. If we if we feel like number one, self driving and, and there's no like self autopilot to right. success. There is no just pretty push a button that goes down the road and you're going right. to go to success. Okay, and and then you got to have that push button that can stop it. And and so I think that sometimes a plan B, basically, can really get you in trouble. Yeah, well. It, it's true. You, you, there are some things that happen to you in life that help you along the way that could almost be saying, okay, this happened to me without my influence. It kind of autopilot took over and made the corrections. Yeah. Fortunately, there are life's corrections that just happen. But you have to be the pilot of your own destiny. you you got to guide that thing. Now, I'll tell you this. My prayer for... 30 years of my adult life, you know, since I was, well, since I was a teenager has always been, God, you got to choose for me because I'm bad at it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm really bad at it. Yeah. I can make a bad choice without even yeah. just, just, just walk right through that thing. Well, looking at, but look at the evolution of cars in general. When we started out, it was horse and buggy. Then it was cars. And then it's been the same way that you right. drive your own car for a very, very long time mm-hmm. before now there's some inkling of self-driving. I want you to take that perspective when it comes to business. You can't look at now today. You couldn't go um, back whenever they got rid of horse and buggies. They automatically had self-driving cars and it worked. It would have never happened. Right. So in your business and in your success that you're trying to achieve in a personal relationship too. So if you're married and people think, oh, if it's tough, it's not right. That's BS. You know, the, the things that are tougher to achieve are the ones that are worth greater rewards. And so things are not going to be easy. You can't skip. You can't go from a horse and buggy and skip all of the cars that have been around for hundreds of you know 100 years probably and all of a sudden being a self-driving car to your success you have to go through the horse and buggy the walking the horse and buggy to then that to the self-driving which could take a long long time yeah. in business five to ten years before you can start getting onto some sort of an autopilot so right. but you it's can't about adaptability it. right Absolutely. you have to be willing to take the next step you can't just be resistant to change and refuse to ever get on an elevator that doesn't have an operator otherwise you're going to be taking the stairs <laughs> the rest well, of your life right 100 percent. but you got to understand you also can't skip the hard stuff you can't you can't go from zero to 100 it doesn't work that way mm-hmm. and the people that do is why the largest majority of lottery winners all go bankrupt because they don't know how to respect it they don't right. they didn't earn it so they don't they don't appreciate it and it goes by the wayside so fast 
I'm too much of a control freak, I can tell you that. I don't know that I'll ever own a self-driving car unless that becomes some form of a transportation requirement. Uh, I don't believe I'll ever set my own life on cruise control because I, I like to be the master of my own fate and destiny. Yeah, it takes a lot of faith and you got a lot of unknowns and variables, but at the same time, I want to be in control. Yeah. I want to be the one in control because then... If it goes bad, I want to be able to take responsibility for it. Yep. I don't want to play the blame game and the excuse game. I don't want to do that in anything. I don't want any part of my life on cruise control. You know? I agree. Yeah. And I don't know why people keep coming over here drinking this Topo Chico. <laughs> this stuff, there's, there's a big bucket of Topo Chico. Yeah, we're next, well, to, we're next to a Topo Chico stand. And, and people, I mean, this stuff is like drinking seawater. I have a feeling that Topo Chico is not going to be a sponsor. They probably won't be a sponsor of Second Shot. <laughs> yeah. Because I couldn't take a second shot of Topo Chico. I mean, I got to be real thirsty to drink that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna have to work up a disclaimer like the views and opinions expressed on Second Shot do not yeah. represent real news. But you know what? That stuff. <laughs> makes people it upsets people to talk about Topo Chico because there are people out there who love the stuff oh yeah there's, there's the a stuff. following there's a movement it, behind there Topo really Chico. is and I think those people's lives are on cruise control <laughs> well and I and, and, headed and, nowhere fast and you know what well <laughs> I, I'll, I'll wrap it up with this saying that here's what many people will get confused with do not look at the successful person and think, well, that person didn't have to go through this. Th that person didn't have to go through that. Because right. I can promise you this. They started walking yep. with their pit and pat yep. right in front of their, each other. <laughs> they got a horse and buggy. And then they got in a regular not, you know, 1928 Model A T4. Yeah. And, and then they've worked themselves up to where they're, if they're, so, if they're the on autopilot works. now most of the time, that is because they went through the struggle to get there. So don't, don't forget that. And don't look at people and think that they, you don't have to do the things because yeah. you don't see the struggle right now because they've made it. Well, and, and we're out of time, but you know, we just had an app, the Words Words with Friends app founder was here, a creator, who just gave a, a lecture. Yep. That guy, I'm sure he's a lot of it's on cruise control now. Yeah. But he didn't just... But it went in the beginning. Yeah, exactly. All right, we're going to get out of here. We're going to come right back to a second segment of Second Shot. Stay with us. We'll be right back. He likes cowboy hats and boots. And he's a suit and tie kind of guy. Chad Prather and Heath Oaks host more of Second Shot coming up on our RNCN. If you live in the great state of Texas, then I've got news for you. You've got to go to energyogre.com. That's energyogre.com, and you got to sign up. Use the promo code WATCHCHAD, and I'm telling you, you will save 40 to 60% on your power bill every single month. It seems too good to be true. When I signed up, Kilowatt hours, Heath, were at 12.7. I signed up, they went to 5.3. That yes, is sir. absolute unbelievable savings. $10 a month. If they can't save you money, they will not take your $10. Go to energyogre.com, use promo code WATCHCHAD, and not only will you get the savings, you'll get the 13th month free. You'll thank me later. Ready? Aim. Fire. Second Shot is back for another round on the Real News Communications Network. Hey everybody, welcome back to the second segment. That is so hard to say the second segment of Second Shot. That but, is. you know, we <laughs> well, roll we it that. off. I know. We have the best conversations off of the really air. Is. We really do. We, we talk about things that would probably make people mad and glad and happy and sad and all that stuff and god you're pregnant the uh Stop looking at me now like listen that. i hey, chad, chad now has his uh, topo chico i'm that he drinking had to get a drink of and it's still full i'm drinking a topo chico well i'm not drinking it yet but it is open it's cold the bottle is sweating in my hand He's just glaring and here i'm gonna listen it. to me folks listen to me world 
Oh, that was the sound <laughs> of Topo Chico. That was Chico. me enjoying a Topo Chico. Mm. As he squinted really bad Whoa. to get that down. Well, it really hits you in the back of the throat, doesn't it? It really does. <laughs> I, you know what's funny, too, is that coming. we just finished our first quarter. i got to give a shout-out to my Colonial Life North Louisiana, North Texas team. What they do? We just wrapped up with the largest first quarter we've ever had no kidding? in the history really? of our territory. Really? Congratulations. Just, all right. That means a lot of my salespeople all them made a lot of money. Them yeah. guys, they, they really rocked it out with some of the biggest. Yeah. The biggest first quarter we have ever had, that's and incredible. I think we should celebrate that's, Louisiana that's what I heard, like with you buying me a <laughs> surf and turf. That, <laughs> how does it go from me hitting this up to you buying you? Surf just calls. Did I'm you just, buy any insurance from? I just feel like I put the good vibes out in the world, yeah. and they probably watched a watch Chad video on YouTube, okay. and they were just inspired. They probably got inspired by it, and that's yeah. why they sold more insurance. You that know, it, it. It, it takes a hustler to do that. And here's a, here's a headline that uh, that I came across. It was actually a Twitter news feed. And it's kind of making fun of the job market that's out there. And all of us have gone through this at some point in time. But it's when you need 10 years of experience to get your first job. Uh, someone said, found a job ad, but noticed that the requirements aren't anywhere near in touch with reality. And that's what folks are finding. These, these young folks are getting out of college or they're getting out of school or they're trying to start a career. And they go online and they start looking at job postings and things like that. And unfortunately, you have all of this required experience that there's just no possible way yes. that a person in their early 20s can have that. It's can, so no, dumb. No, oh no, but can can do I have permission to piss a lot of people off with this? I wish you would. Okay. I mean, I've, I've pissed no. off all the Topo Chico <laughs> fans. That's simply because all of those people that are whining and crying about it is because they're all a bunch of big titty babies, as we say in East <laughs> Texas. And they're not willing to do... We should start a hashtag. We no, should start a titty baby willing, hashtag. No, no. Let me tell you yeah. what they do. They go to college and they take out student loans to pay for themselves so they can do nothing else but go to school because they go, oh, I'm so busy. Right. I can't do both. No. What do you think an entrepreneur does starting up their business? Right. How much time do you think they spend? Right. You know what you need to do if you want to be a writer yeah. you, in college? Take out your student loan if you want to. Go volunteer, go donate your time right. to the local news, whatever, yeah. and say, hey, can I write columns for free? Not many people, or say if you want to be a veterinarian, go ask the veterinary <clears throat> clinic, can I sweep your shop yeah. for free yeah. if I can learn a little stuff from you? See, here's the problem is people aren't willing yeah. to do the, what it takes. They're not willing to do things for free because they go, oh, I'm entitled. I'm worth more than I this. disagree. Yeah. I disagree oh, with wow. you, Heath. You, you didn't how? have to go far to piss someone off. Oh, man. What, how, how, what, is, what is the disagree with about volunteering your time with it? Here we go. No, no, no. It's not about volunteering your time. It's the fact that there are jobs out there that are listing unrealistic requirements for entry-level yep. positions. And I think it's because companies are too lazy to train their employees. Well, there is isn't. There is an element of truth to that. Let's, let's kind of dive into that one. Yeah. Because I agree with both of you on that. But you may be addressing two separate points on this one. Because uh, it's true. It's true. You don't want to bring somebody in here unskilled and say, okay, we're going to. And I'll, t I'll tell you why. Another reason. I'll disagree with you a little bit on that one. Okay. And a lot of reasons they don't is because they know how fast the job market changes. Uh, there, there's a study out there a few years ago that said in this modern world of social media and information coming at you so fast that oftentimes people will change jobs or careers seven times before the age of 35. Yeah. So if you are a person that has a business and you're going to bring a person in, you you got a pretty good feeling that person's probably not going to stay with you longer than four or five years, if that long. Well, no, but there's but the counter argument that if you're not willing to invest your time in me, why should I invest well, but, my time but in but you as a, an employee? Well, here's the thing that I go back to, though, on this is those Zig, Zig, Ziglar, uh, Zig Ziglar said something like Have we ever done an episode without and, mentioning Zig Ziglar? I love it. And it's a kind of a quote, <laughs> and it talks about, I would rather train good talent and lose them 
than keep bad talent, not train them. You know what See? I mean? Yeah. And so, but I'm going to yeah. tell you this. These people, though, that want to sit around with it, I can promise you this, that if you wanted a job, say, in journalism, and while you were in school, you found the local, whatever <coughs> it was, uh, anything that there was, a D magazine, and you said, can I work for free for X amount of hours doing whatever petty work you want? At the end of your four years, mm-hmm. they may say on their eight years experience, but if you've been there show, working hard, they're going to give you a job. There's a way around it, or there's excuses of why you can't get a job. <laughs> That's not true, I, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, in a, I'm in a weird position on this one. I've had like six internships. Right. Sound <laughs> off, Zach. There's I a difference. Right. Of an, I'm not <laughs> saying internship. I, an internship is different. I'm talking about working for free. I'm a, yeah. I'm a young guy. That would, that would be an internship. And, not, yeah, and, and <laughs> we actually pay our interns. It's crazy. But uh, it's not. Y'all just don't pay that. your salespeople unless they go out and sell something. Absolutely, <laughs> right. But we pay them really good when they do. <laughs> exactly. I'm, it, a, I'm in a weird position here because I'm only a few years younger than Heath. I'm 24, mm-hmm. and, and, and I went to college four years, and I got out, and I thought to myself, "Great, where's my jobs? You know, like here we go. Let, let's have them." And I ended up working at the radio station doing mornings for two years, making like nothing, nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, making horrible money. And, and the way I got this job is this job was invented. <laughs> I mean, yeah. this job didn't exist before now. Mm-hmm. In a way, it's, well, yeah, it's kind of an entrepreneurial no, no, thing. But what but you did was you were willing to do a job that didn't pay you what you wanted to long enough to get experience up oh to be able God, to be that here. Oh, ain't that the truth? Well, okay. yes, but that's you what do. you have to do. Hey, yeah. my, my wife started. Yeah, but that, that's okay. That's called hard work. My God, it's a weird <laughs> thing to realize that, you know what? In life today, we got to actually work hard for something and we got to sacrifice. Yeah. You go sell door-to-door 100% commission and, and 19 years old in the 100-degree Texas heat. And not make and get kicked out of everywhere and see if you want to keep going. Yeah. See, my wife had to start off in, in news broadcasting. She had a print journalism degree. She had she actually drove to news station, news station, dropping a wheel off and got a job as a producer behind the screens. And they said if she had enough time to put a story out there, she could get on air every now and then. And yeah. so she did and worked harder and worked a second job because she made twenty grand a year starting out. Mm-hmm. And she worked her way up to where and now she's, she's still in one a, of the hardest working anchors 100%. at the network. Yes. I mean, she is still she grinds it out. Hundred percent. And yeah. then and now in the top five market. But it goes back to this is, yes, you have to be, you're not going to, today's world, we get out, these kids get out of college and think, oh, I, sh- I deserve to have all these things. But when these people have more experience, you've got to be willing to do things like you're talking about, Zach. Right. You did for two years the crap that you didn't want to do, but you know what that is? That's a two years resume of working in something right. that got you to where you are here. That's true. And a very neat concept that just got started that could be blown up. And in five, ten years, you're the person putting the requirements of you got to be going doing the two-year crap radio show because you want people <laughs> because you want people to have to struggle like you did and yeah. how many young people so because i know there's a lot of folks that listen to this show and they say well i'm not i'm not graduating college i'm not you know wh- wh- how does this apply to me i'll tell you how it applies to you chances are you probably have a kid that's in college or yeah. going to college all of these kids are graduating not only with a sense of entitlement and i'd say all not all of them but a lot of them it, this is a sense of that of you owe me something and it should be easy, but they're also graduating with a degree in undecided. Absolutely. They have no idea what they're going to do. And the problem that I have, with, especially with parents nowadays, is they don't speak into their children's lives strongly enough, enough in order to help them and guide them in the direction they should go. I've, I've told the story over and over again. I got five kids. Not a single one of them share the same hobbies and interests. They all are individuals and we've helped. I, I, got, I got one daughter that's a, an incredible dancer. The other two... They can't do anything gracefully. I mean, they just can't. They just can't. But, Chad, how can you ask them to be decided when you yourself weren't decided? Well, right? I, it, that's, that's true in a sense that I always knew I wasn't undecided. I just, my issue for so long was trying to navigate where I needed to be. Yeah, but 
but how you go from undecided to decided is by yeah. doing things. You don't sit there and just go to school and sit on your butt at home at night and gripe and complain because yeah. you don't know. That's you need true. to be out working. You go try uh, a dope. You know, like I said, if they won't hire you, volunteer. Say you'll do it free. Go try industries to figure out what you want to do and yeah. what you don't want to do, so that you know it. I mean, it's not an you know being undecided is not an excuse to lay around your house and mope about it all day. Mm-hmm. Undecided is something you ought to take right. an action on to become decided, which is trying things. Right. And, and and back to your question. So so my parents did not do a great job of looking at me and saying, okay, this is a direction you need to go. So consequently, I started trying to be like, I, I knew where I wanted to go, but my problem was rather than being my own voice, I was being an echo of the people that I admired. And so I was trying to be them. Mm-hmm. And that, that did work. Uh, and I learned from that enough to be able to say to my children, okay, this is not, again, this is why these kids show up on American Idol to try out and they can't carry a tune in a bucket yeah. because nobody told them. False hope. Nobody told them. Yeah. So that's an extreme example, but that's that's what we're going through. So this, this is a hot topic. Yes. Mm-hmm. A hot topic. Yeah. I love it when we disagree on things. Yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. All right, we're out of time. We're going to come back. Third segment. That's the fun one. Uh, hang out with us one more time around for Second Shot. Now that's what I call ignorance on fire. More of Second Shot with Chad and Heath still to come. If you're looking for a nice, quick, easy read that's um, hopefully inspirational, motivational to pick you up and help you whenever you're feeling like you're failing all the time and you want a quick inspirational story to fail your way to success, go to Amazon.com and purchase Ignorance on Fire, A Journey of Failing Your Way to Success, written by none other than myself, Heath Oaks. It's a quick 150-page book that will hopefully help you along your journey in business and or life. Again, Amazon.com, Ignorance on Fire, A Journey of Failing Your Way to Success, written by Heath Oaks. Thanks, and I hope that you pick it up and like it. Kick off your boots or suit up. The choice is yours. Welcome back to Second Shot with Chad and Heath on RNCN. All right, everybody, we're back with the third segment. Heath Oaks, Chad Pratham. This is Second Chance. <laughs> <laughs> we, we got a great review that everybody should listen well, to. Well, that, that was on Amazon.com at my book review. That was review. his book, that was a book said, review. I like Heath and Chad Pratham's Second Chance podcast. Chad, right? Yeah, <laughs> well, if you're, if you're subscribing to Second Chance, I'm sure it's an amazing show. And some of you need a second chance, but this is Second Shot. What I have discovered is there's another podcast out there called Second Shot. I saw that. And I don't know if it came along after. I guarantee us. you, we're beating them. We got to be beaten. To be honest, oh, I, sure. I know the show you're talking about. I got to be honest. We launched the show, I think, in early February, like yeah. February 9th or something like that. The show launched like February 2nd. They just got right, snuck in. Right, they're on it. Yeah. So right. And they're, they're we need some more ratings and reviews. If I've you're listening some, to this, go do that now. Yeah, yeah. do the reviews, positive reviews, give it five stars, uh, do the right thing, people. And listen, <laughs> yeah. the you know somebody said, well, I got on a second shot podcast, and I realized real quick, that wasn't Heath and Chad, because that one was a little vulgar. <laughs> huh. I haven't well, listened to it, so I don't know. In, in, the, in our defense, your names are on the logo. I mean, the second right. shot with Chad Prather, Heath yeah, Oaks, right there. Can't, yeah, miss yeah, yeah, so. can't miss us. And also, we get more views. So you yeah. Now, uh, guys, we need some more uh, questions and stuff. Send us some information, whether it's questions or just uh, maybe headlines you see specifically, or maybe anything you see in the world going on you want to bring up to us at sock. Second, sock. <laughs> Don't say second chance. Second, second shot. Shotcast cast. at gmail.com. There That's you right. go. We got one from Germany. We did. We got, we got a nice little uh, greeting from Germany this week from <laughs> Oliver. So I want to give him a shout out. Hey, Oliver. 
follower. He said he really enjoyed your podcast uh, when you guys were discussing EQ management. Gotcha. Yeah. That really What's resonated. That? We'll, we'll Oliver? translate that into German. Yeah. <laughs> Oliver, you're Sprechen the man. Sie Deutsch. You're the man. <laughs> See, I won't, I won't even attempt to do an accent of some other sort because it yeah. will not go over very well. No. Well, I they couldn't do yours. No. Yeah. No, there's no way. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I, by the, when this, when this episode comes out, when itself. this episode comes out, I'll probably be in Europe because I'm going on vacation, That's baby. That's going to be fun. Are you really? I'm going to the south of France. I'm going to Italy. Ooh. I'm going to bounce around the Mediterranean. I might not wear clothes. It's hard to believe either that's of you actually so take a vacation. I mean, I've got a picture I needed myself. in my yeah. head that I didn't. You're welcome. Out. You're welcome, Heat Hooks. <laughs> I'll send you a wow. picture. You can keep that. Uh, yeah, nine days. Hashtag going to Europe, shit. baby. Nine days. Yeah, I'm going to drink a lot of wine and stinky cheese. I'm not going to drink the cheese. Well, all Chad, right. I see you're all decked out in your Rangers gear today. Well, it's opening day. Yeah. Rangers are playing Cleveland tonight uh, at Globe Life Park there in Arlington, and I'll be there, second row. I live for baseball. Love and it. And you know, they've been talking about the new menu at the yeah. Rangers stadium. Oh, boy. And, and oh they've boy. got this big tamale that's basically like a boomstick tucked into a tamale. Now, people don't know what the boomstick is. That's a two-foot hot dog that yeah. they sell is it there. Really? It's can, two, it's a two-foot hot dog they it's sell massive. at Globe Life Park. It's, it, one person, if you can eat it, you're you're a man amongst boys. I what, mean, you really what, what's are. What's y'all's favorites? Ball but the tamale's got the like what a hot dog in it. It's got a hot dog in it, and then yeah. I think it has like chili or something on top. But it Ooh. sounds delicious, and so I want to know right. if you're going to try it. What did you say? What's, what's your, your favorite? favorite ballpark food? Like if you go to a game of some sort, is there one thing that you get? Like at any type of game, I can tell you, I'm a hot dog fanatic, and yeah. I mean that's just true in life. Anyway, yeah. I love hot dogs, uh, but they have this stuff at Globe Life. What is it called again? The corn stuff, the the corn oh, and mayonnaise. Elotes. It sounds nasty, but corn it's corn mayonnaise. mayonnaise, cheese, and hot sauce. Yep, yep. Elotes, and it is delicious. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's so fattening. I gotta give it a shot. Straight mayonnaise, bro. But well, here's the thing: <laughs> yeah. is I'm kind of, I'm the classic. Nachos. Do you really? Oh, cheese I just say and jalapenos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, like, I when I go to the ballpark, that. it's all classic. It's either hot dog or nachos. I want yeah. the, but let me tell you. So we went. We followed the I Rangers. I don't want the fancy nachos. I we want followed the, the Rangers. Yeah, the yeah. cheap ones. We went up to Boston back Fourth of July last year, and we went to a couple of games there at Fenway Park when the Rangers were playing there. That has to be the best hot dog of any ballpark in America. And let me Fenway tell you why. Park. Because what they do at Fenway Park in yeah. Boston is they take basically sliced bread and they have a real thick slice and they slice it halfway down in the middle and they put the frank in the sliced oh, wow, that's bread. Amazing. So you're eating white bread. I mean, you're putting sugar straight into <laughs> your bloodstream. <laughs> and it is delicious. Ready to go about 100 miles an hour. You it can't. Is incredible. Eat too many. I mean, you just you just can't stop eating them. I all, love the, it. all this talk about food is making me so hungry. But no, do you no. guys have a favorite food? What's your favorite? I'm food? serious when I say I love hot dogs. Hot dogs really? is your favorite. Yeah, food? I don't know that it's my favorite food, but like comfort food, I'm gonna make hot dogs because I can do weird stuff to hot dogs. I can add all kind. I do gourmet hot dogs. It's a versatile food. Hmm. You can you can just add stuff. It's really bread can. and a weenie, and you can add all. All right. Kinds of stuff so too. you've got to be like surf and turf. Hey, I'm a very meat and potatoes guy. You give me a slab of some ribs from East Texas. I love ribs. Or a brisket mm. sliced up Shut with up. some barbecue sauce on really? it. Yeah. Or mm. you know, just a, a nice steak. I mean, I, I'm yeah. a very simple like I, I like that. But we're we're steak fanatics, oh, you yes. and I, because yes, we we sure. we're all about our steak. Anybody and, yeah. that has restaurants with great steaks, you're always <laughs> welcome to ask us, and we'll come eat for we free. We will come. We'll come, and you know, uh, we'll promote it steak, on yes. Facebook, and we'll put it out Name there on it. the pod. We'll talk about Didn't it. Did we talk about this last time? We want to Yeah, we keep going to food, and I like the food thing because. But no, I I'm a I love I love hot dogs and I love pizza. Pizza? That's why I'm fat. <laughs> <laughs> That's why a I'm recent fat. development. It's just though. a classic yeah. American diet. Hot dogs and That's pizza. Right. I'm really yeah. not lazy. <laughs> but 
I, I do I do enjoy that. I'll even eat like the frozen pizzas. I love frozen pizzas. Yeah. Oh, they're so easy. Uh, they're always in the freezer. That's the, pi- that's the pinnacle of culture. A- it really actually, is. I'm frozen actually, pizza. I'm actually kind of impressed because Chad has actually taken two or three drinks of Topo Chico. I have almost finished this bottle of Topo Chico. It's a small <laughs> bottle, but it's got it where it counts. Well, I'm trying. You know, I don't know. Let me take another sip. <laughs> Bloop, bloop, bloop. He's trying to give it. A, <laughs> he's trying to give it a second chance. It just second doesn't. Chance. <laughs> it, just doesn't yeah. it just doesn't get any better. You know, but we seriously do, guys. You know, we we appreciate a lot of the feedback and stuff we've yeah. gotten, and and uh, very grateful for for all of you. And yeah. if you can take time to leave us a review on iTunes and shoot us some some info, uh, anything that you got, shoot it our way. We'd love to address it on air. We like to talk. We yeah, like to talk. Yeah, we like to true. talk to you. And uh, we'd like to see what you like. You know, if you, there's things that you want and things you're trying to get, you know, secondshotcast at gmail.com. We've we got a lot do. of folks listening. And I tell you, it's, it's, of course, Texas is well represented. I don't know what's going on on the West Coast, but we're getting a lot of folks listening yeah. over there. Where was it, Zach? We had one city that was. San Francisco. Was it, was San Francisco? No, but there was this week. Yeah, every week it's different. Washington, I think, was this week. Yeah, Washington. Yeah, out in Washington, like twenty-seven we gotta be, we people. Gotta be, somebody, somebody <laughs> sent a message in about liking my uh, parody song that the political parody song that I did. And I'm like, we're, we're just snowflake. making people upset out there on the West Coast. That's <laughs> what we're doing. Well, it's what all about in your good April fun. Fool's video that you man, had I made everybody oh. mad on April Fool's Day because I that that giraffe. Yeah. You know that was a headline we should have talked about. You know that everybody's been watching this giraffe try to give birth. Well, let me first. I'll tell you. So, so it's just like a horse. A horse, after a horse reaches its gestational period of maturity, then the horse can decide when it wants to have the baby. It's one of those animals that just determines when it's ready. It huh. can just decide. Yeah, it just really? decides. Chris is over here yeah. going. It just <laughs> this decides. Is yeah. So yeah. it just decides. I don't know. And so it can go much longer. Giraffes are the same way. Now, animals have a weird intuition. And I promise you, their intrusion into this animal's life with this camera and all these people watching it, I promise you this giraffe knows something's up. And she's holding back. Because <laughs> right. there are people been watching her try to have birth for She's two waiting months. for the sponsorships. So on April 1st, yeah. April 1st, I made a joke. And I said, well, it was sad to hear that the giraffe died this morning. And then in the first comment, it's April Fool's joke, people. And then on the first comment, I said, yeah, it was a sore throat. Right. It's a giraffe. <laughs> I stuck my neck out for this one. Yes. And so people <laughs> lost their mind. Over the, it's never funny to talk about an animal dying. Well, folks, I, I hate to break it to you, but all across the continent of Africa, giraffes are dying every day in the wild. And, right. they, you know, they're being born. They're not. And guess what? It, it is going to happen no matter what. But there was a lady. I was going to tell you this. There was a lady who, to parody this, she was pregnant. She went into labor. She put on a giraffe's head. I saw that. That was great. And no way. gave yes, birth and, and to you know, her what? baby. Oh, and they filmed it. Yes. Oh, my God. She had a baby with a giraffe head on. That now, woman, that, woman that woman is a trooper. That woman has wow. to have a sense of humor. That, like no you're other. no kidding. I mean, that is committing to the scene. Yes. <laughs> that is what, really committing to the scene. That kid is going to watch his video like one day and see his mom <laughs> so wearing a giraffe head. Well, let wow. me ask you. This yeah. is what I don't understand. Who in the hell has enough time to be sitting around watching a giraffe walk around and have birth? I had Who people. Care? Whoever it is that does that. Like, you guys I don't understand help. why people wait. Why don't they just something. wait until it happens and then they can then watch they can the watch replay? Exactly. Right. I mean, people, people were ready to murder me in the street why would you even over my comment. And they were right. like, we've been watching this every day for two <laughs> months. And I'm like, get a life. But why would you want to watch it? 
No. Right? No, why? I don't want. I didn't want to watch my own children being born. No, I, I'm, I'm much gonna, less a giraffe I'm, I'm falling be, out. I'm gonna be a very supportive husband. I'm gonna hold my wife's hand. I'm gonna be right there by her. Oh, head I was there like, for it. I love you, baby. I love you. You got this. And, <laughs> and, and that's and when my when my beautiful daughter comes out, I'll grab her, hold her, and love on her all along. Yeah, yeah. But she she delivered these beautiful alien babies, and alien then there was like an octopus that came out too. I don't know what it was. Just like yeah. it's just so no. many things that right. happen. <laughs> it's, it's a big process. There are images you, you will never unsee. Look, here's the thing. one of them. If you've been sitting around watching this giraffe every day you're the person that needs to be going out volunteering your time to get your job experience because <laughs> you obviously have a whole lot of time on your hands but these are the people that can say that will we complain about it we can't afford to come to your expensive show it's 22 dollars <laughs> really you know what if you maybe would quit watching the giraffe yeah. you can come see one of yeah. my shows and i can offend you <laughs> in person where can we find you at chad uh watch chad.com it's got everything and i'm so excited because i, I created a new bands in town uh uh schedule app the whole thing and now it automatically updates all of the shows that are coming up and there's so many shows dates are being added every dang day and i'm excited so go to watchchad.com check look, out the calendar look me up at uh at heath oaks on twitter ignorance on fire um you can find me almost anywhere with with any of that and remember uh, you know send us go write a review on itunes send us some emails with questions second at gmail.com yep and uh we're grateful for y'all and uh, please keep sharing it with uh, everybody you know i truly think that this has been one of my most enjoyable yes. episodes i, agree. I like I agree. this one we <laughs> should do startup week every week boom i like Done. it so from you know live location the d mag uh, on location of the d magazine building i guess yeah. yes yeah. yeah sounds classy uh, the 19th floor for Zach, for Kristen, my buddy Heath Oaks, I'm Chad Pratham, and you've been <laughs> listening to another episode of Sega Shot. Thanks, everybody.